At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is VEASAN's Pro Football Betting Guide on VEASAN, the sports betting network. And welcome to the VEASAN Football Betting Guide preview show. Dave Ross alongside Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds for the next three hours here from Circus Sportsbook in fabulous downtown Las Vegas. Gentlemen, we're going to have a lot of fun looking ahead. And again, the preview guide is out right now, the Pro Football Guide. You guys do yeoman's work on it. So how do we feel as we get, what, 10 days away from real football? Wes and I were doing the show yesterday. Fake football was over. Mm-hmm. And now we wait Wes, let me start off with you here because you look at all the, you know, first-year quarterbacks with new teams, okay? We've talked about it a lot in the summer leading up now to the regular season. And we've seen this happen the last two seasons now in the NFL. Matt Stafford, Detroit, L.A., boom, Super Bowl. Two years ago, Tom Brady leaves New England, goes to Tampa Bay, boom, Super Bowl. Is there a third? Could we go three for three West Reynolds this year with a new quarterback and a new team? We could. I don't think that we are going to, but there's a couple, I think, set up for success. Obviously, Russell Wilson coming into Denver. Mm -hmm. Nathaniel Hackett now, the former offensive coordinator for Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, now in Denver. So you would think that that offense is going to take a jump. Denver can always run the ball, and I think Javante Williams, second-year running back, he's pretty much going to be the main guy, Melvin Gordon, this bumps down to number two. So they're going to be fine. I think running the ball, really good offensive line. Russell Wilson gets a chance in a new environment. I know he wasn't happy behind his offensive line in Seattle for about the last several years. So he's at least positioned. And I think that's been bet accordingly, but he's in the toughest division in the NFL. And I also think Matt Ryan, you know, that's what the Colts do. New quarterback every year, pretty much a uh, fourth straight season with a new starter. He still, I think, has some gas left in the tank, even at 37 years old. Good offensive line. He's got to get this young receiving core to step up, though. And, Matt, that's the team I know that you like. We're going to talk about them throughout the three hours here as we look ahead to some of your future plays with the Colts specifically. But Matty Ice going. We, I don't know how much of it was bad Atlanta or bad Matt Ryan, but they're certainly banking on him being better than Carson Wentz. Well, he's got to be better than Carson Wentz in uh, the big games. And the thing is, late last season, Carson Wentz collapsed when the Colts needed him to come through. If you think about the home game against the Titans, the road game against the Jaguars to finish the season, Carson Wentz uh, didn't perform anywhere near the level the Colts had hoped to uh, elevate that team into the playoffs. I think Matt Ryan can do that, uh, and that's going to be the biggest difference. But when you look at the Colts, it's a team I think that's uh, definitely got the potential to win the AFC. And it's not just Matt Ryan that was added to this team. If you look at the defense, you got Stephon Gilmore, the cornerback, Yannick Ngakwe, defensive end. 
Colts made some significant additions to an already good defense. I think their offensive line, I did think it was the top five offensive line in the NFL. It's definitely top 10. Jonathan Taylor rushed for over 1,800 yards. I think you have all the pieces here for the Colts to uh, surprise some people and win the AFC, and it's not just because of Matt Ryan. A lot of times you focus a little bit too much on the quarterback. Sure. The Colts had the team that could win. They didn't have the trigger man. Now I think they, they got the guy that could pull the trigger and uh, win the big games in Matt Ryan. I like the 49ers quite a bit, but I, I don't want to go out on that limb yet and say Trey Lance is going to be able to push this team over the top. Don't forget, Dave, the 49ers had a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter in the NFC Championship game. Well, if Tart just catches the punt that Matt right. Stafford mm-hmm. threw, they're going to go back to the Super Bowl with mm-hmm. a dinged wing and Jimmy G. Right. And now you go Trey Lance here, Wes. This is... There's such an interesting betting profile when you look at the Niners this year. Okay, we're talking about new quarterbacks and new systems. Yes, he was there last year, but this, for all intents and purposes, is year number one for Trey Lance as the guy. So what do you make of them with Trey? Because I don't know what to expect week one. Is it going to take on the Bears in week one? What do you think Trey Lance looks like with Kyle Shanahan in the song? Yeah, that start Trey Lance is going to make in Chicago in week one is only his third career NFL start. But they've put, I think, a lot of support around him. 49ers, you know, under Kyle Shanahan can always run the ball. And I think that they'll be able to do so yet again. But when you look at the receiving core, you have Debo Samuel. I don't think Debo, Debo said he didn't want to run the ball as much anymore. I think he's probably going to get his wish from Kyle Shanahan, but they'll still use him, I think, uh, uh, you know, for a time or two. But you have Debo, you have Brandon Ayuk, you have Jawan Jennings in the slot. The guy that could be the breakthrough receiver is Danny Gray, who they drafted out of SMU. We already saw him catch a bomb in one of the preseason games, and he was in that air raid offense down there in Dallas for Sonny Dykes. So a guy that's used to very heavy usage, and then you got one of the best tight ends in the league still, I think, in George Kittle. Offensive line is at least an above average unit, I think, in the NFC and in the NFL in general. So, you know, everything's kind of there for Trey Lance, but I think, you know, it's kind of going to be a gradual process throughout the season. At least he gets a team that they're expected to beat in week one, maybe give himself a little confidence. Schedule, for the most part, if you look very early on, does look manageable, even though you got to rematch with the Rams, even though Mm -hmm. you got to go to Denver in that altitude. But at Carolina, at Atlanta, they're going to be favorites against both of those teams. So there's a chance for him to get some confidence going on early in the season. We talk about the Colts and how their numbers moved dramatically, about even money for most of the summer to win the division. went up as high as minus $1.40. Now it's minus $1.30. Look at the numbers of the Niners. I mean, I keep going, wow, the Rams, as the reigning defending Super Bowl champs, you can get plus money on them just to win the division. That's because we know the Niners are taking a lot of that money. So you feel like it's two-horse race here, Matt. Is there any way that you look elsewhere and go, all right, maybe the Cardinals, Kyler Murray, you know, they're back to being lovers again and back on IG and we're in good graces. Is there a three-horse race here? Is it really the top two in this division? I think it's the top two. And uh, I like the Niners. And I, I bet the Niners to win this division. I think a plus 155. And if you look at the Niners in all 10 – Let's see, let's see, all key defensive categories from last season, they ranked in the NFL's top 10. Yeah. You got two of the best defensive players in the NFL on that defense when you're talking about Fred Warner and uh, Nick Boza. And Kyle Shanahan, even though he's played a role in blowing leads in three big games, two Super Bowls in the NFC Championship. Game, he, he's, he's, he's in the spot. His, his game planning is good, but right. sometimes yeah. not his game management. Right. Especially late. His game management, especially in the fourth quarter, has not been great. Uh, I think he's he's the right coach, though, to bring Trey Lance along in this offense. Wes talked about all the key weapons. When you have Debo Samuel and George Kittle, that's a great place to start. Mm-hmm. But the, the Niners uh, have all the weapons. I think the play calling is going to be sharp for the most part. It's going to be better than it was maybe last season when uh, Trey Lance had made a couple of starts. I thought uh, Kyle Shanahan had a really poor play calling performance in the uh, game in Arizona. But uh, I, when you're talking about a supporting cast, the Eagles have done everything possible to put Jalen Hurts in position to win. The Dolphins have done everything possible to put Tua yep. in position to win. The Niners, the same thing with Trey Lance. The Bears have not done that with Justin Fields. But I think that's what makes that week one game so intriguing is that the public is going to pound the night. Nobody's going to want to bet the Bears in that game. So you might the Niners are going to be on every teaser in the world. Yes. I know you guys love teasers. They're going to be <laughs> Niners minus one on every teaser in the world. Well, you better get it now because that number's going to go up, right? Here's the thing about Trey Lance. He's going to look really, really good in some games, and he's going to look really, really inexperienced in others. And I think you're going to have to take the bad with the good. Uh, hopefully there's more good, and I think the Niners will probably be 
at least as good as last season's 10-7 and seven record, if not a little bit better. I like this team to win the division. No, I don't like Arizona. And I uh, don't like Seattle, and nobody does. Nobody likes Seattle. But, again, I think uh, in terms of the new quarterbacks on the move and who's got the best chance to get to a Super Bowl, Matt Ryan, number one, Trey Lance, number two, and I'm going to actually rank Russell Wilson number three. Whoa! I think most, most people would say Wilson number one. For me, he's number three. What about you, Wes? I would probably go uh, actually uh, Ryan one, Lance two, or actually Wilson two, Lance three, even though the 49ers, I believe I did pick them in the betting guide to uh, reach the NFC, at least be the NFC champion. But, mm-hmm. you know, you still want to see a little bit going forward. And I think Matt hit it right on the head there when he talked about Trey Lance is going to make some spectacular plays. Mm-hmm. We've seen him throw some deep balls, even in the limited games last year. He can hit that deep ball and he can make spectacular plays. But there's sometimes, you know, when he gets to that progression of that second and third read, it's like, why did we draft this guy? And that's what he's going <laughs> to give you, I think, early on in the season. You know, what, what are we doing with this guy? He's just going to, you know, make a couple bonehead plays and you got to live with it. It's like a shooter that gets on a streak. You know, you got to live with a couple bad shots because eventually they're going to knock him down for you. Hey, even Kobe Bryant had games where he shot like seven for yeah. 30. Okay. That's not true. So, so no coach is going to say, hey, don't keep shooting. I mean, <laughs> right, that's the right. same thing with uh, Lance here. And I think, I think Shanahan's a smart coach. And I think, you know, he's going to be a good guy to kind of work with that young quarterback. You're going to see Shanahan's former offensive coordinator, Mike McDaniel, down in Miami. He's kind of said all the right things mm-hmm. about Tua. So you can see that Shanahan and McDaniel where it's like, man, this guy's my guy, you know, and being really encouraging and building him up. 90 seconds before we're going to take a break here. I just want to ask a quick question on the old guy in Indy, Carson Wentz. And I was going over the commanders in D.C. Uh, I know, Wes, you watched a lot of him up close and personal last year. Is this the last hurrah for Carson Wentz in D.C.? It's probably his last opportunity to be a bonafide starting quarterback in this league. And to be fair, if you look at the numbers, they really weren't that bad. Only had seven interceptions, but it was the time. It's not just the amount of turnovers. It's a time in which you commit them. And that's what he did kind of down the stretch in really crucial moments. He would turn it over. Now, I think I, I think it's fair to say that he's the scapegoat in Indy. Does he shoulder a fair amount of blame? Absolutely, for that collapse the final two weeks where they lost his eight-and-a-half-point favorites at home to the Raiders. Then they go to Jacksonville. Mm. They're two touchdown favorites on a team that's just mailing in the season, and then they get beat. So, you know, and Jim Irsay basically came out after the game, kind of said, you know, we've got a – have better quarterback kind of threw him under the bus, I would say, but yeah. he's in Washington now. And uh, he does at least have one big time, you know, legit number one receiver in Terry McLaurin, but Washington, you know, you look at him, they seem to be a little stronger defensively than they are offensively. All right. We got much more to go here for the next three hours here for the football betting guide preview show. Again, that guide is out now. You need to get it. If you're going to be serious about betting the NFL this year, but we have an all new lineup here at VEASAN for football season. It starts tomorrow. Every weekday, 2 p.m., you're going to hear me and, of course, Amal Shaw for VEASAN's Big Bets and then VEASAN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown. That's going to be at 4 p.m. Eastern. Tim Murray, Sean King, going to bring you in with VEASAN Primetime at 6 p.m. Eastern. Femi of FFA and Wes Reynolds going to tackle everything in the live games with VEASAN Live Bet tonight at 9. And the Greg Peterson experience and wraps it all up at midnight. Plus, Brent Musburger makes his return to VEASAN with Brent Musburger. Countdown to kickoff at noon Eastern on Sunday. Sunday starting September 11th. So head to VEASAN.com for more details and become a subscriber today. Come on back and talk rookie head coaches in the NFL and try to identify some good spots there. It is the Football Betting Guide preview show here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is VEASAN's Pro Football Betting Guide on VEASAN, the sports betting network. And we continue the VEASAN Football Betting Guide preview show. Dave Ross alongside Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds here at Circus Sportsbook in Las Vegas. Later on this hour, Brady Cannon is going to join the program in an hour. Number two, Adam Burke will join us as well as they've done Yeoman's work on the VEASAN Pro Football Betting Guide. Gentlemen, let's get into some of these rookie head coaches. And I don't know what you can expect all the time when you have rooks taking over a new situation because normally it wasn't good, the ones they take over. Now, that's not true in Tampa Bay. Todd Bowles obviously stepping in as Bruce Arians has stepped down. Let's say Matt Eberflus, okay, comes over from Indianapolis. And the Bears, it feels like on paper, gentlemen, that – we're forecasting them potentially to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. And I think for good reason, if you look at the roster, but Wes, you know him again from the indie days as the DC there. How do you think this fits and will it fit in the great city of Chicago? Yeah. Just a little rundown on Eberflus history. He was with the Dallas Cowboys and then he got the defensive coordinator job when Josh McDaniels was supposed to take the Indianapolis yep. head coaching job. That was actually McDaniels's guy. And then McDaniels reneges that the 11th hour goes back to New England. And we know the story there, but they keep Matt Eberflus, Frank Reich did as defensive coordinator, and he did a solid job with Indianapolis. But if you look at the style in terms of what he plays, you play a lot of shell, you play a little bit of cover two, mm-hmm. kind of a little Tampa two ish look, I think on defense. So, you know, basically keep everything underneath you, not really sending a lot of exotic blitzing or anything like that. But you just look at the Bears roster and if they, you know, the talent, I think, is at least a little slightly better on defense. But still, you've already got Raquan Smith who wanted to ask for a trade. There was rumor maybe people were going to ask about Robert Quinn, mm-hmm. who could still be a good pass rusher. You know, maybe a team like Kansas City could use another pass rusher in that division. So you've got some young guys. Kyler Gordon, the second round pick out of Washington, is going to start at the right corner position. So I think the Bears defensively, they'll probably be kind of middle of the road, even though this is a new scheme that they're losing. By the way, Alan Williams, who is the DB coach, comes over from Indianapolis to be the defensive coordinator. But you just look at this Bears team. This is a multi-year rebuild for uh, Eberflus and Ryan Poles, yep. the new general manager there. This was a team, and I know we'll get to it later, that I bet to have the worst record in the NFL. And I just I look at that offensive line, and, and uh, Justin Fields is going to have a – a long winter there in Chicago. And Matt, that's the question now is because you got rid of the offensive guy, Matt Nagy. He used to have BU in the play sheet. That didn't work out very well. Now you got a defensive guy coming in and you got a guy in in Justin Fields who's supposed to be not just the future, but the present. How does that mesh? Well, here's the thing with the Bears. We we talked about it already with uh, Jalen Hurts, Tua, Trey Lance. The Bears have not done anything to help uh, Justin Fields in his development. And I think uh, it's going to be unfair to be too critical of the way he plays this season because he doesn't have elite wide receivers running backs. He's got a poor offensive line in front of him. Uh, so you really can't make a judgment on fields in a second season. And that's the biggest problem, I think, for the Bears when they're going forward here. They're, they're rebuilding. If you know anything about how the Bears roster and salary caps put together, it's all about next year. Mm-hmm. Next year they're going to have a ton of cap space. They're going to bring in some big-time players. But this year – I think it's almost smarter. I hate to use the word tank, but it's smarter for teams like the Bears and the Seahawks to lose this year and and play more for uh, 2023. I bet the Bears under six and a half. I love that bet. I would be stunned if they win seven. It's just uh, it's it's highly unlikely. Not only when you look at the schedule, because I think the Bears right now have to power rate 
as the worst team in the NFC North. I don't mm. care who's doing the power ratings. They have, to, they have to be the worst team in the North, even worse than the Lions, who seem to be on the rise a little bit. If you look at the win totals, the Lions and the Bears are both at 6.5. I would give the Lions a better shot to get over that number than the Bears. But when you have a bad offensive line in front of a young quarterback, it's a bad combination. And so this is not an elite defense anymore. No. Bill uh, Max gone. You and I are both uh, from Chicago, <laughs> and this is uh, not a Chicago Bears defense anymore. Khalil Mack, let's face it, he was a big disappointment yeah. in his time with the Bears. Raiders won that trade. I think if you look back, but then the Raiders Well, the didn't. Raiders found a way to screw it up, they, too. They both sure teams, did. Both teams found a way to screw up that trade. Yeah, and, and so now uh, he's gone. He's in with the Chargers. So the Bears, it's all about rebuilding. Under 6.5 is the best bet here. Even play it under 6 because uh, they're going to have to get to 7 to beat you, and that's highly unlikely. Let's talk about, uh, we're going to get to what uh, Nathaniel Hackett's going to look like in Denver in a minute, but I do want to go to Mike McDaniel with Miami because it feels like the running joke for social media in the offseason was whenever Tua did anything at practice, Mm -hmm. the social media team, and I get that's what you do. You're the social media team. You're trying to hype up your guy, right? They say, oh, there's Tua. He threw a 30-yard pass to Tyreek Hill. They're going to win the Super Bowl. He comes over from San Francisco. I think highly respected, at least as a coordinator. Mm-hmm. And, Matt, let me start there. Because, again, we talk about Eberflus, defensive guy with Justin Fields. Well, now you get offense, offense, right? He's really being brought in. And the guy that's not there anymore didn't like Tua. I think that was pretty well the reason why Brian Flores isn't there. He's supposed to get the most out of Tua. Is this going to fit? <laughs> Brian Flores is not there for a lot of reasons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> not just that one. Uh, I don't know. Mike McDaniel kind of looks like the nerd who works at Starbucks and says, do you want uh, cream in your coffee or whatever? <laughs> Spell your name wrong. Crushed ice or shaved ice <laughs> and ask you like five different questions. But he's got the ability to be a very smart play caller and put this offense together in a way that's going to give two a, a great chance to succeed. And he, Hey, when you put Tyreek Hill uh, and you make the additions Dolphins did in the offseason, you put those guys in offense around Tua, I think uh, you might see a different quarterback. That's going to be the key for Miami. I didn't play a um, any sort of future on the Dolphins in the division, win total, or anything. To me, Miami is uh, one of the great mystery teams yes. in the NFL, yeah. largely because of Tua. If if he can throw the ball downfield, last year was all short passes, dump offs. Was, uh, their offense was uh, pretty simplistic. If Mike McDaniel can change that and uh, transform Tua into a better quarterback, hey, this team's got a lot of potential, but I need to see it to believe it. And Matt was, brought it, yeah. Matt brought it up earlier uh, in terms of helping out Trey Lance in San Francisco. Miami has really done the same thing mm-hmm. with not only the Cheetah Tyreek Hill coming in, but Jalen Waddle in his second year in the league out of Alabama. Cedric Wilson, mm-hmm. kind of a sneaky under the radar yeah. silent. Preston Williams, uh, Trent Sherfield. They've got a good wide receiver yeah. room. They've got a good backfield too. Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert. Mostert did work with McDaniel out in San Francisco. Uh, the kid out of Purdue, Sony Michelle, got signed. Miles mm-hmm. Gaskin, who was kind of the primary guy, I'm seeing him listed fourth on the depth chart. We'll see if he even uh, stays on the roster. And they also brought in Taron Armstead to man that left side, uh, McGovern or Connor Williams rather at center. So they've added a lot. I didn't do anything with this team either because I think they could have a ceiling that's higher than expected, but they could also be a big disappointment. And, and you, you I think you kind of need to see it to believe it with Tua. Is there any, can we at least say, we go back to the Alabama game days, right? For Tua. And he looked great. And then all of a sudden he had that hip injury. Could could it be fair to say he's just needed some time to heal? And maybe that's the reason why he's been so underwhelming the first couple years? I think that's part of it. There's no question that uh, the hip injury was a severe setback. And uh, two is not the player he was before that. But, you know, I don't want to make excuses going forward. At this point, I think with a new coach and this offense, Wes just rattled off a lot of uh, skill position talent put around him. You know, Raheem Mostert, like he said, is a talented one of the fastest running backs in the league, comes over from the Niners, Tyreek Hill. Look at the speed on this offense mm-hmm. now. Uh, so I don't think you can make excuses for Tua going going forward. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I think you could in the last year or two talk about, hey, maybe that injury was a big setback for him and he's better than he showed. I'm trying to keep an open mind about this mm-hmm. whole situation. I know a lot of times people want to make up their mind on a quarterback early in his career and say, this guy sucks. I'm going to bet against him. You know, give up on him. And you can't do that. You, you can't do that. You have to keep an open mind about these guys. You can't just, because you don't like Tua, you're not going to bet against the Dolphins or fade the Dolphins. Yeah, don't be prisoner of the yeah. moment here. Uh, you know, give it a chance. I didn't even mention Mike Kosicki, who they did franchise, yeah. who had a pretty good year mm-hmm. at tight end. Yeah. And by the way, every single starting quarterback in the NFL is up in the pro football 
uh, you can read it. It's all up there right now in the Pro Football Betting Guide. So we've got a breakdown of each and every one for you. You can go into much more in-depth conversation about Tua Tungavailoa. Very quickly in the last two minutes, I do want to get to Nathaniel Hackett because I do get a feeling there's two head coaches starting over in new spots. It's Hackett in Denver and it's Bowles in Tampa Bay where the expectations are not the same that we've talking about with the Ever Fluces and the Mike McDaniels of the world. So, Wes, let me start there. Is there pressure on him coming over? Obviously, Jacksonville, a cup of coffee there. Uh, now as the guy mm-hmm. to be joined with Russell Wilson, and really, you don't have a whole lot of time. you got to win now. Yeah, you know, I think probably so, considering Denver wasn't awful last year. They were solid defensively, could run the ball, but it's upgrading the quarterback, and that's exactly what they did with Russell Wilson. So this is a Super Bowl-winning guy. Nathaniel Hackett comes over has some weapons, even though uh, Tim Patrick is on the IR for the season, but got some guys to throw to young receivers, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, and then uh, uh, at tight end, uh, Albert O out there. So there's the weapons out there for Denver, but it is going to take time, I think, to get used to it. So this might be a team that could be like 500 for six games and then gets on a hot streak in the middle of the season. I'll tell you what, it's not even going to stun me if the Dolphins or the uh, Broncos don't make the playoffs. Oh, you're talking about the toughest division in the NFL. Division of death. Uh, the, what's not going to surprise me if the Raiders win the division? Yeah, you know, any Raiders one of those four at about six to one or seven to one, not a bad bet to win the AFC West. The Chiefs, the Chargers, Raiders, the Broncos, all those teams are not going to make the playoffs. Who's going to be disappointing? Maybe Denver. Hey, Russell Wilson's off the worst season of his career. He looked fat and slow, and he rushed for a career low 183 yards. I would say Broncos under under ten is a decent win total bet in that division. Uh, when we come back, Brady Cannon's going to join the program. And we'll talk about some line moves and some betting value that Brady sees out there. Come on back as we continue the Football Betting Guide preview show right here on the the Sports Betting Network. This is VEASAN's Pro Football Betting Guide on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Make game day more chill with some extra cash. Play free during the college football season with a Coors Light College Football Pick'em. Join 15 free-to-play pools for your shot at 5000 in weekly prizes. Head to www.draftkings.com slash Coors Light. Pick them now to join all the action. Coors Light, perfect shot of refreshment. 21 years of old or older. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. It's always good to have a Coors Light in your life. We continue the Pro Football Betting Preview Show here. Matt Humans, Dave Ross, and Wes Reynolds coming to you from Circus Sportsbook. Always a pleasure to be joined by Brady Cannon to talk all things NFL. Brady, uh, great stuff with the guides that are out now. Of course, let's talk about the Pro Football Guide and the Ravens and what you see with Baltimore here. And we see that they it started off plus $1.90 to win the North, and that has been shorted here at, to down to a plus $1.55. Do you understand the reason for that type of steam? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I didn't even get the best number. I think there was plus 225 out there way back when. But um, I I had to jump in when I saw it uh, at plus 190. And and I still don't think it's an awful bet at plus 150 or so. I I do think they have a a real reason to, you know, be backed to win that division. Cincinnati is the dreaded Super Bowl loser. And and I think we would all probably agree that they did improve their lineup in the offseason. Um, but they just climbed such a high mountain. I mean, if you guys remember, you know, having this same discussion last year, they were 30 to one to win that division and they exceeded their win total. I think they won four games the year before they, they won six more games than that in 2021. So when, when you ascend that high, you guys know how this league is. It just is such a seesaw effect and kind of a phenomenon like we don't see in other sports anyway, to the extent that we do in the NFL. So I would say Cincinnati is going to finish second or third in the in the division. I, I think Cleveland really could uh, surprise some people and finish second. I don't think they have enough to win it, um, but they're still a very talented team despite their situation at quarterback. But the Ravens, you know, speaking about Cincinnati's regression, the Ravens, I think, are going to go the other way. They They were decimated by injury before the season even started. And if you look at some of the the areas where they should regress to the positive, injury luck, I talk about how bad they were hit by injury. They were minus 11 in turnover differential. They were minus 23 in sack margin. They gave up 23 more sacks than they opposed or than they sacked the opposing quarterback. 
And in the first half of games, as far as their third down conversion percentage, they were 31st in the NFL. Mm. And they were still only one win away from making the postseason. That's how good that organization is. That's how good that head coach is. I think they are definitely set up for a rebound. So um, I bet them a couple of different ways. I bet them to win the division and also over their season win total of nine and a half, which you had to lay some juice. I think I laid minus 160. Big bets, Dave. Big bets. You can appreciate that. Brady (laughs) uh, firing. Wes, I'm going to ask you this. Uh, Right now, DraftKings, uh, I I bet the Ravens to win the AFC North as well. Mm -hmm. At what point? Is there no value mm-hmm. left in that price? Because DraftKings is down to plus 140. Yeah, I'm that. guessing about a dollar and a quarter. Yeah. That would probably be taking a pass for me because I, I have the same bet. I only have a dollar fifty. I missed a good number. But I think Brady is right, you know, when he talked about not only the turnover differential, but let me uh, read really quickly here in terms of the injuries uh, last year. Marcus Peters missed the whole season, torn ACL. J.K. Dobbins, torn ACL. Gus Edwards, torn ACL. Derek Wolf, hip injury. Ronnie Stanley, left tackle and really when Ronnie Stanley went out that's when the Ravens kind of took a dive he missed 11 games safety Deshaun Elliott 11 games Jimmy Smith nine games Tyre Phillips at left guard seven games Rashad Bateman five games Marlon Humphrey at corner five games they were pulling out guys Mm -hmm. out of the stands to play secondary for this team plus Lamar Jackson did miss five games with that ankle injury so you had Hundley you had McSorley you had a couple different quarterbacks Uh, Brady let me uh, stick with that quarterback Lamar Jackson Much has been made in the offseason. Hey, he's trying to do his own deal. They haven't gotten it done yet. He's representing himself. You know, can he take the jump and maybe be a little bit more accurate as a passer? But do you think that the best course for this team, basically in terms of how they promote or really push this offense, is just let Lamar Jackson be Lamar Jackson because he's about the only guy in the league, third and 13, nothing there. He can go get you 14 yards. Yeah, I'm not worried about the contract situation, and I kind of maybe like the fact that he's representing himself. That might be make it easier to get a deal done. And and you know, Wes, you, we all know this team is really uh, their offense is based on the running game to set up the pass. You've got Mark Andrews at tight end who just had a a career year last year. He was really one of their lone saviors to keep them in games. And Tyler Huntley did really well as well. Um, they got rid of Hollywood Brown, and, and they, you know, had tried to do a couple of things with some wideouts. I think they got one, picked one up in the draft. Um, but uh, you know, this team is certainly run first, and I think that's what they're going to get back to. And, and yes, I think they're going to, you know, obviously make Lamar a big part of that. There was kind of a, it looked like a trend for a little bit where they tried to get him to be more of a pocket passer. Um, I, I wouldn't expect them to really put their foot down on heading that direction. I, I think they want him to run the ball and be a part of their running game, which has been so powerful for them for so many years. When when they are healthy and we're the and they are the Ravens that we typically typically know year in and year out. You mentioned losing Jackson to injury. The Ravens, they lost four games without Jackson at quarterback last season by a combined total of five points. So, I mean, this team... They're good, and, and they, I mean, they, they were so, you know, we talk about everything that went against them last year, but they were still darn good. So if, if everybody's healthy and things kind of return to the norm, I think they ought to be extremely powerful in that division. By the way, Dave, the Ravens finished last season on a six-game mm-hmm. losing streak. I think you're going to see a big bounce back from John Harbaugh. All those injuries that Wes was rattling yeah, off, yeah. paging Hawkeye and Pierce stat. <laughs> uh, Brady, let's stay in the MVP market because 20-1 to 1 for Lamar – and I think all of us think if the Ravens are going to be who they are, that could be a pretty good price. But you got a really good price on Derek Carr out here in the desert. And his price now is 28 to 1, but you got it at 40 to 1. So obviously the number is good, but why do you think there's value in it? Well, it, it was really just a bet for me on the number. I, I remember I looked it up on my account. It was June 29th. So it, it was a while ago, and, and I was just kind of thumbing through that market, and I saw 40 to 1. I said, boy, that, that doesn't look right. And I looked around at a number of different books, and it was basically 20 or 25. Obviously, 28 still out there, I believe, at DraftKings. Um, but then I started to look at the other players in the market. And at that time, Deshaun Watson was still listed at 16 to one. I said, well, that's ridiculous. You know, he, he, he could be out for the entire year. Uh, Lamar Jackson, you mentioned Jalen hurts, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford, all these guys were listed significantly shorter than Derek Carr. And I said, well, you know, he can at least compete with those guys and maybe be even better than those guys. And then that leaves you with the top of the board, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. 
I am not real high on the Bucks this year. They could still win the division, but I don't think they're going to be dominant. Um, and Joe Burrow, like we talked about, I, I think uh, as good as this guy is uh, and may win multiple MVP awards in his career, I don't think it's going to be next year because I expect a little regression uh, for the Super Bowl losing Bengals there. So, you know, if if Derek Carr is basically competing with Josh Allen and some of the big boys at the top of the list, and you're going to give me 40 to one, I think it's a decent bet. The other thing is, I think this Raiders offense is going to be pretty good. He has arguably the best wide receiver core in the NFL. They're also in a division that has, you know, three other extremely high powered offenses, it appears. Uh, and they could be coming from behind a lot and he might be having to play catch up and, and he could put up some wild numbers and, and he's put up pretty darn good numbers for the past three or four years in a row, over 4,000 yards passing. He's in the top 10 in accuracy, top 10 in uh, yards per attempt. So it's all there for Derek Carr to be in the conversation. And with the addition of Devontae Adams and Josh McDaniels at head coach. Um, I think he's got a shot. I, it boils down to two things for me, guys. If the Raiders make the playoffs, I think he's in the conversation, and the offensive line. If the offensive line is not able to protect him, it's going to be a bad year. If the offensive line is decent and uh, can protect Derek Carr, they could win the division. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr, 57-70 and 70 in 127 starts. Since he was a second-round pick in 2014, he's appeared in one playoff game last season and lost it to the Bengals. But he was fourth in the NFL in passing yards last season. Brady mentioned it, 4,804 yards. But the Raiders ranked only 18th in the league in scoring at mm. 22 points a game. Brady, I think you're going to see a Raiders offense this season that uh, easily could rank in the uh, NFL's top five in scoring. I think you agree with that, right? Absolutely, and that's part of the basis for this bet. Yeah. Now, you you guys all, we know that you know, a guy could still put up crazy numbers, but the team has to do well as mm-hmm. well to win an MVP award. So I think the Raiders probably have to make the postseason no matter what Derek Carr does. Absolutely. Hey, Brady, always enjoy the time, my friend. Uh, give him a follow at Las Vegas Golfer. Uh, really appreciate it, Brady. Great stuff and the pro football betting guy that is out now. We'll catch up again soon. Thank you, gentlemen. Football almost here. I know. We're almost there. Just 10 days away, gents. All right, when we come back, we're going to put Matt Humans under the spotlight here and some of the plays that you like and that might cause some consternation for yours truly. Oh, jeez. There we go. Yeah. We're going to talk about it when you come back Dave with Ross, us. Dave Ross, Dallas Cowboys <laughs> cheerleader. When we come back. in yeah. it with you guys. Come on back. It's the Pro Football Betting Guys preview show right here at Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. 
But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VEASAN's Pro Football Betting Guide on VEASAN, the sports betting network. It is football season, and bettors know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like Visa, and now is the time to become a Visa subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro football betting guides. Only Visa subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats, power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, divisional finishes, and player awards. So sign up early for a discounted $175. You receive both guides and full access from Visa. All all the way through the Super Bowl. Or you can join us for just $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to offer to up your betting game. So go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. We continue our Pro Football Betting Guide preview show. Matt Humans, Wes Reynolds, Dave Ross coming to you from Circus Sportsbook. And we're going to get to Wes's futures later on in this program. But right now, Matt Humans, mm-hmm. it is your time. Wes we- has got a long list of futures, too. Longer than yours? I believe so. I've got, uh, let's see, a total of six. The West might have 16. <laughs> That's why I got to get the betting guys. But let's start off with a team we talked a little bit about in the first hour here, and that is just the Chicago Bears. And mm-hmm. I think all of us, you look at the roster, and it's hard to like what potentially is the makeup of this Bears team. So the win total is six and a half, and you, sir, think this is going to go under. Well, if you watch the Bears in the preseason, you would think this is a terrible bet because the Bears went 3-0 and and they blew out the Seahawks on the road. Right, Dave? Oh, yeah. Everybody's yeah. fired up in the Windy City. Uh, here's the key, too. Six and a half. This uh, price is all the way up to 190 I bet it at a much better price. I, I think around 140 or something like that. And DraftKings now up to minus 190 But I would still lay it here. I, like I said earlier in the show, I would be stunned if the Bears win seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the worst team in the NFC North. They've done nothing to help out Justin Fields. I, I think they had a couple of sneaky good draft picks uh, this uh, this past spring. But when you're looking at a legit number one receiver, a legit number one running back, a a good offensive line, the Bears don't have any of that. <laughs> all right, so they didn't do anything, and they hired a defensive oriented head coach. Matt uh, Nagy was supposed to be an offensive wizard. He was far from it. Uh, so I, I think a lot of things are working against the development of Justin Fields in his second year. Okay, you can say the offensive line's bad when the line breaks down. Fields can scramble and get outside the pocket and make plays. That only works for so long in the NFL. And uh, the Bears are not anywhere near elite on defense, Dave. You know, we talked about Khalil Mack's gone. Some yeah. key pieces off the defense are just not there. To me, the Bears organization, they know – uh, Matt Eberflus and uh, the new GM, they know, I think it's Ryan Poles, mm-hmm. right? Yes, Kansas yep, City. it is. They know this is a rebuilding year and that next year they're going to have a ton of cap space and that uh, that's going to be what they're targeting. I don't think these guys really care about winning this year. And, and I, I'm not going to use the word tanking, mm-hmm. but it would be smart for the Bears actually to go 4-13 and 13 and uh, move up in the draft and actually – Target 2023. Well, and some of those teams, yeah. you know, are probably going to be wanting to, if they're in a viable trade position, yeah. because of course we we anticipate at least two are going to be right up there at the top at quarterback. Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud may even be more. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be in an enviable position where it's like, hey, we kind of like our quarterback. We don't need to make a trade here. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I agree with Matt. I didn't bet it under. I went ahead and bet that worst record prop for the Bears, but. When you look at the schedule, because sometimes we get into like that schedule analysis and whatnot, and I think I've seen some different uh, folks that do this, evaluate the strength of schedule, saying that, well, the Bears got the fourth easiest schedule. That doesn't always matter. You still got (laughs) their roster. So, I mean, the schedule I know looks manageable. I think it was the fourth easiest, but... I don't see I don't see seven wins on that mm. schedule. I mean, not even close. So usually for a season wins, my like Mendoza line is basically like two dollars. And then 
I go ahead and either leave it alone or maybe I'll bet it at a half a game of difference. But I still think at a little under $2, this isn't a bad bet. And I thought what you brought up earlier, too, Wes, is a really good point about Roquan Smith and, and Robert Quinn. They're, they're two best defensive players. They could be on the move mm-hmm. if this team decides to sell off some more assets and really go into the offseason thinking, let's get ready for next year. Not yeah. tank. It's a terrible word in the NFL. I think you guys uh, have that one well pegged. Let's get to uh, not your team, not my team, but America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. And Matt Humans, my goodness, you're gonna go. You're gonna play the under ten and a half wins. I know nobody's repeated in this division since 2003 and 2004. The Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, why fade the Cowboys this year? I can give you a lot of reasons. <laughs> How much time we have left in the second? We got a couple hours. <laughs> Five We're minutes, gonna bleed over into the next hour. All right. The Cowboys last season went 12 and five. Yeah. They swept this division six and zero. It's not going to happen this year. The other three teams in the division are a little bit better. The Cowboys are a little bit worse. Uh, I think also you're going to see dysfunction uh, rise to the surface, as it typically does in Dallas when things don't go right. When I look at the schedule, and Wes talked about scheduling breakdowns, I went through this several times. I see the Cowboys basically as a team that's going to hover around 500 the whole season. And that means Jerry Jones is going to be constantly dogged by the questions about Mike McCarthy's mm-hmm. future. Sean Payton's out there. Oh, yeah. Sean Payton's out there waiting for this Cowboys Got job next year. two coordinators that could be head coaches. No exactly. With Kellen Moore and Dan right. Quinn. So uh, you're going to have uh, – It's think a circus. You're going you're gonna to have problems within this organization. Now, last year, there was something to like with Dak Prescott and the way he played. He had 37 TD passes, but he fizzled in that game against the 49ers in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Zeke Elliott, nowhere near what he used to be. When you think about Dallas Cowboys and when they were uh, – I want to say – dominant in terms of the running game a few years ago. Their offensive line yeah. was top three in the NFL. Zeke was at his peak. Right now, Zeke is not even the best running back on this team. Tony Pollard's been the best back the last couple of years. Zeke's only on the roster because he's got all the guaranteed money on his contract. Um, this offensive line has... Um, oh, boy. I've, what's that? It's Tyron Ty- Ty- Smith going out now in the preseason. Yeah. Not going to be back until December. Even before the Tyron Smith injury, I, I was seeing a decline in this offensive line that was pretty significant. Mm. It's not an elite run-blocking offensive line anymore. You do have C.D. Lamb, who's an elite number one receiver. Uh, Micah Parsons was a stud. Well, he, he's a stud, and he was a lucky draft pick. I, can't, I still can't believe he fell to the 12th pick. I can't believe, uh, I can't believe the, the Joneses took him. Yeah. In 2021. No, that, and so the Cowboys have some positive things here. But they ranked 20th in pass defense last season. Their secondary is weak in terms of coverage. I don't think uh, I don't think you're going to see the Cowboys even win this division. I like the Eagles quite a bit, and we'll talk about that a little bit more. But uh, it's it's been a bad division. The Cowboys capitalized on that. Now the rest of the division is getting, getting a little bit better, and the Cowboys are getting a little bit worse. I think the win total of 10 is probably about right, like I said. But I played this under 10.5. Uh, there might still be a book or two out there with ten and a half if you want to play it under, but DraftKings has dropped to ten minus one ten. And actually, after the Tyron Smith injury, I think the the ten and a half might have disappeared because that's a significant blow to an offensive line that I thought Dave was going to be below average even before his injury. Yeah, that's not good news. They might have to kick out the rookie they took in the first round from Tulsa. The Over. other T Smith, Tyler go. Smith. Yes, yeah. try to make play him at, at left tackle he, instead of he guard. Should, he's a natural guard, right? Yeah. So that's going to be out of position first year. You know, I think you guys do a really good job, and certainly check out the betting guide here for more of this, of playing the numbers when they're good numbers. And the Eagles had better numbers. They've come down drastically, I think, mm-hmm. because of the A.J. Brown trade. I think everybody universally believes they had a good draft. But you hit on something, Matt, with running the football. This is one of the best running football teams with Nick Sirianni in the Eagles. Is that the pathway, again, for the Eagles to usurp the Cowboys as NFC's champions? Well, they got a couple good backs in Miles Sanders and Kenneth Gainwell. And I think the Eagles uh, are going to be an effective team. See, the, uh, on the ground, so the Cowboys last season actually led the league in total offense, 407 yards per game, and scoring at 31.2. That's not going to happen this year, Dave. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles actually have a higher-powered offense uh, than what the Cowboys put on the field. Jalen Hurts, uh, I think there's a lot of room for improvement there. And with if you look at the speed that the Eagles put at the wide receiver positions around him, uh, in addition to the A.J. Brown trade that was made on draft day, there are lots of weapons. Dallas Goddard, at tight, there's lots of weapons in that Philly offense. Sirianni's an offensive-oriented coach mm-hmm. who I think knows how to play to Jalen Hurts' strengths. 
Watch out for the Eagles because uh, this is the team that I think is going to win this division and take down your Cowboys. Uh, I actually played the Eagles. Actually, their win total opened to 8.5. It's inflated to 9.5 yeah. at this point. That was early in the summer. But I played the Eagles to win this division at a price of plus 185 here at Circus Sports about a month ago. Yeah, it's still a better they, number than you get today, plus $1.50. They might have the best offensive line in the NFL, too. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. recall three years ago, I think the Eagles – did not have a situation all season where they started the same five guys on the offensive yeah. line two games in a row. Now you get through the COVID year, and then they had a year to play together last year. This is, I mean, with Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, Landon Dickerson, Suomalo, Malitala, and company, this is arguably the best offensive line in the league. Dave, I'll say, in addition to betting the Eagles to win the NFC East, I bet the uh, Ravens to win the AFC North, the 49ers to win the NFC West. Mm. And we'll talk more about it, but I uh, bet on West Reynolds Colts to win the Super Bowl at 25 to 1. Pretty good numbers, all plus money. And uh, I can certainly understand uh, those picks. And certainly, again, you, you look at that here. Uh, the Cowboys only won in the Bears area. You lay a little bit now. Those numbers have been inflated. You got better numbers uh, when they came out earlier in the summer. When we come back here to begin hour number two, Adam Burke's going to join us here and talk more about his write ups here in the Pro Football Betting Guide on Visa, the Sports Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.